0: (sighs) John, one thing I can promise you, even in this market, is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. Mm. And in the case of Erotime, based on every technical factor out there, John, we are looking at a grand slam home run. 4,000, that'd be 40,000 shares, John. Let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you with my secretary with an exact confirmation. Sound good, John? Yeah, good. Great. Hey, John, thank you for your vote of confidence and welcome to the Investor Center. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh boy. Wolf of Wall Street. We've all seen it. And if you haven't seen it, stop this podcast and go watch it. You know, I don't know if it's on Netflix. You can torrent it. <laughs> don't ta- don't. Yeah, you wouldn't download a car, right? Don't torrent it. But if you have to, do it, and then obviously go buy the movie, right? Or rent it on i. I don't know. But man, I love that scene so much because DiCaprio he, he played Jordan Belf Belfort, Jordan Belfast. I need to look that up. Give me one second. Jordan Bell Ford. Jordan Belfort. I have all his sales like his sales material. Download it all, pay for it, whatever. Um, but he's awesome. Awesome salesman, right? And when you're creative, it's hard to um how do I put this lightly sell things. it's hard. You know, I I spoke about it in a, a few episodes ago just I, I I talked about how if you're a creative and you you think you can make a you can start a company but you don't understand how to run the company that sells what you do, right? Because in a company, you have your salesman, you have your, you know, creative team, you have finance, sometimes you even have HR, right? Cuz the bigger you get, the more you need HR, obviously. And today I'm going to talk about, well, I'm going to title this episode, Your Next Deal. Your Next Deal. That's what being an entrepreneur is about, right? Finding your next deal and closing it. But with that comes a certain, a certain aspect of sales, you have to know how to sell yourself. And that sucks, man. Oh, it sucks when you're just starting? It's how do you sell how do you sell something? How do you get to people who want to buy your how do you even you know, no sales tactics or no positioning or no You know, that whole thing where somebody's like leaning back that you're talking to, you need to lean back to. Or if they're sitting forward, you need to sit forward to, And you mirror them and it makes them like you more. How do you know all that stuff? You've been doing creative stuff your whole life. Now all of a sudden you have to know sales psychology? Ugh. It's rough. And... Okay, so let let's say I'm 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 just gonna dive right into it if that's okay with you guys. So let's say, you know, it, it, we're we're thinking about your next deal. You all you have to worry about what your next deal is gonna be. You have to. I don't care if you left your company because you had a good client. You know, you 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 hustled. You got a client uh, that's outside of your job. They're gonna pay you equivalent to what you're making now cool that's awesome uh or if you just leave your job on a whim like can't do it anymore like you walk in and like your boss is like hey uh (laughs) um hey uh i don't like those shoes you're wearing and then you just turn around and you're like i'm done you know or if you plan for it and you're like i'm gonna save up save up four paychecks and then i'm quitting and that's gonna give me freaking two months to figure this out, you know, and you go and you give your two weeks, you give your boss some weird reason, like I feel like I need to uh be at home more <laughs> or uh, i'm I'm gonna take up um uh, I'm gonna take up synchronized swimming, and uh it's a big i uh, I have to dedicate a lot of time to it. Wouldn't that, that would be the best way to quit ever. Hey, I'm going to quit. I have to go synchronize swim, and it takes a long time to learn that. And you're not going to let me take off four hours a day to go learn how to synchronize swim. (laughs) Anyways. But it sucks that we have have to become salesmen and salespeople, saleswomen, salesgals. We have to become that when we go on our own. Okay, and and that's really uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. There there are a lot of things in the sales process that we don't know about. Why? Because either, probably because we've worked at an agency, and salespeople have sold things and they bring it to us, and then we do the work, like we make the sell worth it for the client, right? We dedicate our time and our efforts to making sure that. One, the salesperson continues to get paid because they worked hard to get that sale. And two, that client is happy. But what if we took the salesperson out of the equation? Hmm. What if we took the salesperson out of the equation and it's just us? It's on us to sell what we do. Man, like... As an entrepreneur, you have to always be looking for your next deal, and you have to you have to like you you have to do research on how to sell. If you're just starting out, I'm uh, this is just for people just starting out or people who've been in it for a few months and like you know you had that cli- client on the line and they were like I'm gonna go with you and then like four months down the line after like following up, they say you know what we have to put this project on hold for two years and then you're just completely asked out. Because you were depending on that to pay your mortgage or to, whatever, fund your trip to, I don't know, your vacation. I don't know. Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> and We have to do research on sales. But here's so here's, here's the difference between me and a, and a lot of people. And I'm not tooting my own horn. But I think, let's say it this way. Here's the difference between creatives and salespeople. If we watch a sales tutorial, like a sales video, where they're like teaching us how to sell, we are going to think it's the corniest thing in the world. So corny. So corny. A lot of them will say, you know, wear your best suit. Immediately we say, uh <laughs> Not Definitely not buying a suit and wearing it. To be in front of someone. To sell them something. Because we work in digital. Nobody wears suits in digital. You know. Or or they say. You know. If you make this many cold calls. In a month. You're guaranteed to get this many appointments. Oh please. Ooh. Like that makes me want to eat a couch. Just so I don't have to listen to it. Just so I'm doing something different. I want to I want to eat a couch when somebody tells me to make so many phone like phone calls and then that I would get enough people to respond and get appointments. I want to eat a couch, man. You start talking like that. But what we have to do is we have to pay attention to what agencies in our industry do to get sales. Well, I think it's pretty obvious they create stuff that sells it like who's that sells the 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 that sells for them they create sales material and whether or not we know we're doing that whether or not we're when we're in the thick of it and we're making like you know we had a great idea for a a mock-up or a great idea for some type of packaging and you're designing it and you're like man this is you know i just wanted to get this out of my brain so i can get to the real work and you create something cool Put it in your portfolio, man. Because that's what other, that's what creatives do. We have to create first in order to create for a, a client, right? But sub like sublimin subliminally, what we're doing is we're creating sales material, okay? And it's an interesting shift when you realize. All these little things that you do to, you know, say you get in front of Photoshop and you make a, a awesome, I don't know, awesome mock-up, right? A uh, mock just to get something out of your brain. And I know that happens with like 50% of us. We have an idea. We have to just get it out of our brain. And nine times out of ten, that influences us to continue on to work where we'll be even more inspired with the work we're doing. But if we think about everything that we do, Every time we just get something out of our brain, if in the back of our heads we keep that thought of this is potential sales material for a poten- potential client who would like something like this, we're on the right track. You're on the right track. You know? And, guys, I'm not saying that we need to go out and network. Network in order to get deals, because, man, getting deals is really hard. When I first moved to Tulsa, uh, I moved from L.A. L.A. was like a mecca of meeting a whole bunch of people all the time, and it was really easy to get into conversations about, you know, business. Like, here's what I do, and they they say, oh, here's what I do, and you always can find a way to say, well, here's how I can help you. Problem is, in L.A., uh, everybody's doing everything, so nobody has any money to invest in what you do, right? So moved to Tulsa, and uh, it was hard to kind of get into, um, you know, in 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 front of people who needed what I what I did. So here's a hack. I'm gonna give you this hack. Take it, use it. I don't care. It's a great hack. It's it's kind of lowbrow, and and you might seem kind of like. You might feel like, uh, you know, that's kind of hacky, but it's a hack. So shut up. Here's the hack <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say shut it's late. Um Here's one thing I did. I use a program called If This Then That. Okay? I F T T. If no I T T It's I F T T T dot com, right? Basically this lets you like um, create, like, if somebody does this on Twitter or something, then I get a notification. Or if somebody, uh, you know, posts a blog on this website, then it gets put into a Google Doc for me. Something like, you know, you can, you can create all these formulas. So <clears throat> when I was first starting up, I had a couple clients who were paying, you know, who were, who were paying me well. And it took care of me, Um, but I knew that if one of those clients one month came to me and said, we're going to have to put this project on hold, then I'd be done. Absolutely done. You know, that's a 50% pay cut, boom, if that client leaves or puts it on hold. So... What I did was I used if this and that, and I said, I, I told the program, hey, if anybody, and well, first of all, I researched the top 20 cities for um, the top 20, like, money-making cities in the U.S. And then I made 20 different, like, recipes, if this and that calls it recipes, um, that said if anyone in these 20 cities makes a post on Craigslist, And they mention the following keywords or the following searches. Then I get a notification. Okay. And guys, when I say this was a lead machine. Oh, I hope you do this. When I say this was a lead machine, I was getting upwards of 60 to 70 leads a day. Now, 40 to 50 of them were people saying, you know. Hey, looking to build your portfolio? Do a whole bunch of stuff for free for me. And then you can show it and say you did it. Nah, leave those alone. Don't you hate... Oh, I hate that. I hate that and I hate when people are like, you know, let's strike a deal because I know a lot of people I can send your way. (laughs) That's why you always talk about budget up front, but that's another podcast. I'm gonna get to that. I promise. You always talk about budget up front. You don't waste time, so you don't waste two hours of your time. And then at the end, they say, "Well, you know, I was thinking, you know, I'll give you a percentage of the sales." And I know a lot of people to send you out. i oh. uh, I I'll eat a couch. Straight up. <laughs> So I made these recipes, man. I was getting so many leads, and so here's what I did. I put, you know, I put in a, a search string that said, "Need WordPress help," or "Need video editing," or "Need pay per click," or "Need AdWords," or "Need," and these were all search strings in the top 20 cities in America. Okay, and then I created canned responses for each type of search string. So if somebody wrote, you know, if this and that runs every 15 minutes, send you an email. Boom. Hey, somebody mentioned this, and I actually have the app, so I would get it on my app. Somebody, you know, posted this, and I read it, and they say, hey, I have a budget of, you know, my budget's four grand. Pooh, Um, Here's my canned email. Send it out immediately. That means they made the post, and in 15 minutes, they got a reply from a dude who has taken the time to create a really good email for them, you know, and in the email, here are examples of my work, Um, it wasn't that long, but it was professional, right, because that's who we want to work with, people who are attracted to professionals, and that alone got me out of a lot of weird months, when I say weird months, I mean months where I had clients on the line, contracts signed, and just, and they just weren't, weren't, paying they just wouldn't cut the check for whatever reason and it happens we got to prepare ourselves for that right make the internet work for you but but definitely don't be on twitter like writing to random people saying hey i do web design check out my portfolio thanks and you put like the wink emoji or don't don't search Twitter for people saying, hey, anybody know a designer? And then you're like, I'm a designer. Look at my stuff. Hey, uh, here's the link. Wink emoji. Twink. Don't do that. That's the worst. And this is a point that I wanted to touch on later in this episode, but I'm going to say it right now. You cannot seem desperate to people. Okay? Now, that goes for... You on social, just reaching out to the entire world, saying, hey guys, hey, I do this, hire me. All the way down to having a meeting with someone face-to-face and saying, you know what, um, I usually charge $1,000 for this, but because I need it, I'm going to charge you 200 bucks." Makes me want to eat a couch. when i hear that people do that don't man you you can't seem desperate. and here's why here's why you can't seem desperate okay because that that person that you're talking to is gonna look at you a lot differently when you're not standing up for your value right that's one thing and then two what i found is and i think i said this before but when you do people favors when you cut people breaks They expect a lot more because they're like, oh man, I didn't even have to attempt to get a a deal from this guy. Oh, I'm going to work him over. He's going to be my workhorse. I'm going to get everything done that I wanted to at a a penny to the dollar. That's not what you want. At all. You know? uh, I don't. This is a weird. This is a weird point. That was a big pause, but this is a weird point. I just wanted to mention. You know, if you if you do because you you have to you have to you have to start selling. You have to be a salesman and sell yourself. And you unfortunately you have to sell your ser- services because you can't just be on you know freaking Upwork or one of these you know outsourcing companies and you know put your resume up and hope somebody pays you what you're worth because they. Dude, if you're on a, a, a website like Upwork and you're like, hey, I charge $75 an hour, I'm going to somebody who charges like $25 an hour. Even if even if I have to pay more attention to what they're doing, I'm probably going to do it. I'm going to go to the cheaper person. So that's why that, that, that whole system doesn't work. But if you're in front of somebody like if you if you're talking to a client and or a potential client and you're like hey let's meet you know let's see what you want and they say you know okay well yeah i do need a website or i do need a design um and you meet how about this how about you tell them where you want to meet and this is a weird point i said but always look for the for the ways that you can seem like the professional in the situation okay Remember I just said people won't respect you if you cut your prices for them. In the same way, you, you in a transaction in sales. And I'm just letting you guys know what I what I've found out. Pick the place where you meet. Pick the time when you meet. Let them know I don't have a lot of free time. I'm freaking busy. You know, and you could be busy just at home like in the corner crying, but let <laughs> don't let them know that. Let him know you're busy doing something. That's not a lie. If you're busy crying, this, you're busy, right? <laughs> Pick the times. I tell you what, man, I tell you what. I had a guy on the line, uh, a guy who was going to be a client, okay? What I was trying to do with him is get him, one, to, to sign on to get his website done, okay? Because he needed a website. It was obvious. Um. I met with him maybe four times at a Panera Bread that was close to his house. And every meeting lasted more than two hours. Oh, boy. Finally, I got the guy to say, okay, let's at least do the website. Because I'm trying to give this guy, you know, six-month, 12-month marketing plan, right? Because that's what we do. We want to be secure. Like, If I get a client on for 12 months, at least I can count on that. At least I know that portion of my rent or mortgage will be paid, right? But I got them signed on for the website. Cool. Did the website. Loves it. Now it's time to start talking marketing, okay? Hey, you got a great website, but, you know, what's a great website if nobody comes to it? What's a great website if you're not generating business from it, you know? Here's what I propose. Gave him three package package options. You know, lowest package, here's what I do. Uh, a few backlinks, you know, little optimization. Middle package, and that's the most popular package. <laughs> oh, you know we do that. Hey, <laughs> the middle one, and we make it bigger. This is the most popular package. Costs this much. You know, more aggressive SEO. Um, I actually do personal outreach to people who need to know about your message. XYZ. And then the third package, which is crazy. It's always, like, a crazy price. And it's like, you get me as an employee. Which, by the way, is a great pitch. If Okay, I'm going to come back to this. If I forget, I'm sorry. Let me know. Write me on Twitter, at Dominic underscore TMG. Um, a great pitch is this. If <laughs> This is another hack. Um, so, you know, I did the Craigslist thing. But you can also... You can also run that same recipe on If This Then That for companies looking for a full-time person who does what you do. Okay, follow me now. Let's say a company is looking for uh, an SEO or um, a digital graphic designer. Okay, What's stopping you from calling that company and saying, hey, I see you're looking to hire for this you know what's the salary range they might say we're looking to pay 35 grand or if you're in LA we're looking to pay 95 grand <laughs> you can say listen um i i'm well versed in that i'm also well versed in xyz as well you can pay me 1099 which means you know independent contractor uh for half of what you would pay a full-time person and that person wouldn't have to go through the onboarding and get to know your company. You would just be paying me. I'll still come I'll come in twice a week if you want me to just to be a part of the team. Um, and you're going to be saving money and getting a professional. Ooh, isn't that good? Why hire in-house when you can hire an experienced person outside who's going to do better and is going to be half the cost of your in-house person? you know not to mention hiring in-house you have to worry about overhead space desk desk space computer phone all that stuff right there's another hack run that run that if this then that thing and then run it for people looking for full-time people in that in the area of things you do anyways let me go back i remembered so trying to get this guy to buy the crazy pack or the, the, the middle package. And I'd say, here's the crazy package. This basically means you've hired on a full-time marketer for your company, right? Which ties into what I just said. So the guy goes, you know what? I think I want to hire you, hire you full-time, you know, whatever you said. I'm going to pay that, and I want to do, do it for 12 months. I want a 12-month contract. And I held my stuff together because I was like, holy crap you know, this is a lot of money, I'm just starting off, this is a lot of money, it's awesome, for very minimal work, five months later, the dude still hadn't signed the contract, man, man, actually, I'm sorry, he signed it, five months later, still hadn't paid, is the thing, so many meetings I spent with this guy, hours upon hours, and what I realized after the fact was I didn't position myself in a way to where he had to respect my time. Or, or, you know, I wasn't selling to him. He was selling to me. Which is crazy. Because every meeting that he walked out of, he had a whole bunch of new information and a whole bunch of new ideas. Because I'm there riffing. Like, we could do this. We could do that you know, he sold me, the client sold me, didn't go with me, isn't that crazy, you know, and I I still, still, to this day, I feel like if you're in that sales process, if you're talking to a person, they're like, kind of wanting to do business with you, I think it's very important to stress how important a long-term relationship is, you know, Um, because I don't want to see you guys doing one-offs, you know, working every month to get a one-off deal. I mean, this month you got a logo deal, you know, 12,000 and you're like, awesome. And then two months from then you're hustling again to, because the wells run dry and you've spent that money and you're trying to find another logo deal just like it when it, and it might not ever come. Stress that long-term commitment. Okay sell them on a process, not just a product or a service, sell them on the process saying, hey, um, you're going to pay me monthly because I'm going to be very invested in, in this project. And each month we're going to have different touch points and I'm going to have a certain number, number of hours allotted each month to your project. By the third month, we should be ready to like say, okay, we're ready to go. But after that, then there's a second phase, second phase. So let's say you're making a logo three months, make the logo, you know, you have a very in-depth process. That's fine. They're paying you every month, right? Second phase, we're going to, you know, we're going to start on your stationary. We're going to, uh, uh, you know, create 3D models, anything, whatever. Just try to get that commitment for a long-term relationship. Try not to do one-offs. Now, if you have to do one-offs, do it. If you have to, do it. Okay? I'm not saying don't, you know you haven't made money in a month and somebody comes and say, hey, I need a website. I only have 500 bucks. I only want, you know, one page. Don't be like, no, I'm worth worth way more than that. Do it. Sometimes you gotta do it to make rent. You know? Sometimes. Or to buy those new Jordans. (laughs) That's me, though. You guys probably don't care, but I gotta have the new Jordans when they come a problem for me but always be thinking about your next deal because like i said you could have three of the best clients in the world they're all paying you 20 grand a month right you've created a lifestyle uh based on that and what if two of them just say you know what we're done because it, hap- it could definitely happen, especially towards the end of the year. Be careful. End of the year, um, people start looking at their taxes. People start looking at you know what they're paying out and seeing if it's worth the investment. Be working towards that next deal. And, and try to perfect your process so that once you get people interested in the beginning with what you do, let them know, even in regular conversation, that, my clients love me because of my process and because it's like a long term relationship. It's not just a one and done deal where I'm just a task taker, and they say, "Hey, make this threefold brochure you know pamphlet for me, and I do it, and then that's that, and then they call me in eight months and they say, "Do it again." No, I don't just talk about the brochure. I talk about what's the goal here? Are we doing mailers? are we you know are we wanting to um rebrand?" And then the conversation gets going and says, okay, well, let me come up with a plan for you. You know, let's go ahead. You pay me up front for the engagement. Come up with the plan. And then we'll roll it out over six months. Six months is fine. Three months is awesome. Especially when you're just starting up. Can you imagine just starting and having a client say, I'm with you for three months. Here's what I'm going to pay you each month month for three months. Oh, Man. You can kick your feet up for like three hours on that thing. And then, obviously do the work. But three hours. You get like three hours. Right? And you're not eating a couch. You're happy for, you know, that three months. But, month two, be looking for your next deal. Right? I don't know. I hope this made sense. I hope you guys got something from this. Um, I'm just speaking from what... I've gone through, and I'm trying to get better at formulating my thoughts and formulating, like, a structure around this all. But if you get any tidbits, tweet it out. Let me know, at Dominic underscore TMG. Add a buddy, Daniel Herring, listen to his podcast. Please, the Designer soapbox is awesome. That dude's great. That's the hustler dude. He tweeted it out, made me feel good. Got a little warm feeling in my tummy. That was cool. But I'm going to keep doing this. And I'll get better at it, promise. But guys, this is the freaking ninth episode. Ninth. Isn't that awesome? I think it's awesome. If you like the ninth episode, listen to the next one. That'd be cool. If not, that'd be cool too. I'll talk to you guys soon.